This episode's brought to you by Notorious Fire Company. Firefighter owned and operated Notorious Fire Company manufactures and creates quirky and unique items for the fire service. Whether it's your stainless steel water bottles, tumblers, four-in-one koozies, you can decorate your emotional support water bottle with more than 100 different designs they offer so very much. From apparel to swag to stickers, they got you covered. Check them out at NotoriousFire.com. That's N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S, NotoriousFire.com. And check them out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at NotoriousFire. And this month with the podcast, if you use coupon code Fire Radio June 2023, that is Fire Radio June 2023, you'll get free shipping on all orders within the U.S. So check them out, NotoriousFire.com. Lenny and the crew, they're making great stuff. And I have to tell you, with the summer upon us, the sticker packs are out of control. You got everything from Star Wars to pinups and everything in between. Slap them on your beer fridges, your coolers, and your tumblers and celebrate the summer in style with Notorious Fire. A good supporter and longtime friend. We're happy to have him on the podcast with us. Check him out, NotoriousFire.com and coupon code FIREADIOJUNE2023 for free shipping all across the U.S. Hey everyone, Jeremy National Fire Radio. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's going to be just a quick like 20 minute drop or so. I don't want to say 20 exactly, but it's going to be close to it. I'm trying to start to do more of the short form idea laced uh podcast episodes um, just to kind of fill in the gaps between when we have guests and so on. The schedule has been so hectic that I'm trying to push out the craziness of it. And so we're going to be putting in some like shorter form, uh, different personalities and so on coming on uh, to just build out the podcast platform. So today, <coughs> excuse me, I just want to take on uh, a topic that's been on my mind. Uh, I want to read an Instagram post that I posted back on July 4th. Um, this one has to do with civic pride. Uh, and I just want to take it down that road just for a little bit. Uh, the Instagram post was posted on July 4th. It was also on Facebook. Um, it's a picture of, uh, some older apparatus going down main street USA, uh, for the July 4th parade. Um, the Instagram post read this way, main street USA taking part in civic events like July 4th parades have been getting lost. As we focus more on ourselves today and less on community, July 4th and its traditions have become less important. Now more than ever, we need to celebrate our great country and show our children and grandchildren that we still care about the greater good and the blessings our forefathers bestowed upon our great nation. Get out and get involved. Lead by example and show our youth that it's not only good to love our country, but it's expected. God bless America. Now, I wrote that on July 4th. I wrote that because I'm thinking about my own childhood, and that's where I kind of want to just go back a little bit and talk about some things. Growing up for me as a kid, every July 4th, every Memorial Day, uh, we went to parades as a family. Um, and I feel like back then in the 80s and 90s when I was growing up, so put it, put it in perspective, I was born in 1977. Uh, I was graduated high school in 1995 and then went off to college from 95 to 2000. So just putting in perspective, growing up, it was 80s uh, and early 90s for me were really my formidable years of growing up. 
Um, but I remember as a family, my father was a volunteer fireman in my town, in my community. He was also a council member. He ended up being mayor for several years. So we were very much involved in the community. But I remember all of these community events, especially on Memorial Day and July 4th, that they were civic events that we celebrated as a community. And the community celebrated as a whole for the nation. Um, Memorial Day, super special, super important to memorialize those that protect our freedoms. And the least we could do is to go out and celebrate them and raise awareness for their sacrifices that they've made on us. And I just don't think we get the same response that we used to get. Civic mindedness is disappearing. I think we've come in a direction where it's more about the individual and less about the greater good. Um, where we used to worry about our neighbors, our friends, our companions, associates. We used to look out for one another. Now we steer around them. We walk with our heads down instead of our heads up. I don't know if that's bad or good, but this is a civic-minded conversation. Memorial Day, July 4th, celebratory dates that represent the greater good of our great country. And so as a kid, we made a point as a family to go to the Memorial Day parade and then go to the service afterward. On July 4th, we would go to the neighboring town and celebrate at that parade. And we would spend the day watching the parade, going to the firehouse in that community after the parade, having hot dogs and sodas as kids and running around and parents socializing with other parents. And everybody walked around with their heads up and very proud to be part of the community, part of the fabric that makes up what a good town should be made of. Um, I'm losing that. I, I lose that. I've lost it. I think partly in my own home too. I'm not forcing my kids like I was forced. And I say forced, but I mean that in a way um, with a good connotation, meaning like get up and get out of bed. Memorial Day services were always earlier in the morning. And so it was like you had to get up and get moving. Um, and, you know, you weren't able to sleep in because your parents were dragging you out of bed because it was important for you to be there and show respect. I don't do that today to my kids. And I wonder how many others don't either. I wonder how many other people are having that same struggle that I'm having that, you know, the way I was raised, I'm raising my kids a little bit differently. Um, it's troubling for me sometimes. You know, we are a please and thank you family. I raise my kids with the best intention. Um, I think I'm a little looser than my parents were with me. Um, I think I have a very different relationship than my parents had with me. I don't know if it's any better or worse. My parents were amazing, but I know that my parents sacrificed everything for me and that their priority was not them. The priority was us, the kids. I wonder today how many people still make themselves the priority. Um, it's a tough conversation, uh, you know, and, and that's why I wanted to talk about this real quick because I always relate things back to the firehouse. And when you start talking about civic-mindedness, when you look at like the volunteer fire service, which is the fabric that I'm cut from, I mean, you know, almost 30 years in the volunteer fire service and I grew up in it in a household where I chased fire trucks on my bicycle. You know, we, we did, we would do anything to go to the firehouse to see my father or to, to pass by and buff a call with mom. If we were out and we're driving by, like those were moments as a kid that I remember 
because calls weren't all too often in our community. It was 100, 200 calls a year back then. And, you know, chances are they were some type of call and not a bullshit run that we're doing 700 of a year, This, you know, and so on. And so it was different back then. And so it was like, I remember as a kid passing a car fire on the on on a road that the they still had half the lane open and i remember passing by and i was just in awe i was absolutely in awe of the guys that were working at that car fire as a kid i was probably eight years old six years old and i remember that it left an incredible impression on me um i remember a fire at the building supply in town which was like uh you know a the uh, the early day uh, Home Depot or Lowe's. It was like every community for you for you you know younger guys. Every community basically had a hardware store, but had a lumber yard with it, and people would just go to the community, what we called building supply store, and buy plywood and two by fours and nails and and you know tools. And we didn't have big box stores then, right? So we had that growing up. And I remember that the, there was a large fire in one of the buildings and that was kind of commonplace for these neighborhood building supply stores. They always typically had fires in these communities. And so I remember that. And I remember buffing that fire as a kid and it just left this incredible impression upon me. And then I think about being the son of a firefighter and getting back to the civic mindedness that they would go to parades and they would wear their dress uniforms and they would wear ascots for the July 4th parade. No dress jacket. They would go blue pants with a yellow stripe, a white shirt, yellow ascot. I mean, these guys like did it up for these for these parades. And if you look back at the history of the fire service and you look at what these parade uniforms looked like, there was this incredible sense of pride and ownership of the fire company and the fire company they represented and the town that they represented, the community, the people. There was an incredible amount of pride. The chief walking with the trumpet, with the flowers hanging out of the trumpet, right? There's a town by us that's a, a big Dutch influence. And so the chief used to wear wooden shoes during the parade. Like that was their staple. That was their signature of owning their community and taking great pride in that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I just, I think there's so much to that. And I remember as a kid watching all these parade uniforms and firefighters line up and be there and be a part of these parades. And, you know, we talked about Memorial Day. Let me talk about July 4th. July 4th, obviously, is much more celebratory. It's a celebration of our nation's birthday. And so it was um, it was a fun time. You know, Uh, Memorial Day is much more solemn. Uh, It's a it's a day of remembrance and celebrating those that have sacrificed. But July 4th was more of a party. Right. And so the July 4th parades, I remember after the end of the parade, the fire departments would all get together. Obviously, there were coolers, uh, you know, some beverages, but then they would have, uh, I don't know, shrimp in the coolers. They would cook burgers and dogs and almost like they would tailgate at the end of the parade and everybody would hang out there for a couple hours and then go off and do their own barbecues or departmental barbecue at the, you know, later in the day. There was this sense of togetherness. There was this sense of um, pride within the company in that the company mattered as a whole. And I, I just, when I talk about the individual, and I think today we dwell on ourselves more than we dwell on the whole, that reference could come right back to the firehouse where we are more concerned about our own individual needs than we are about the needs of the fire company. I'm guilty of it almost 30 years, like I said, into this fire service. And now I'm telling you, I'm spread so thin between careers 
family that like my obligation and abilities to give more back to the firehouse, man, I just don't have it. Like I used to, I used to be able to do everything, be there for everything, be that voice. Even after calls, they just hang out in the volunteer firehouse for 10 or 15 minutes after the call to just have bumper talk, bar talk, whatever it is, wherever you come from, whatever you do to decompress and where guys get to know one another and that informalness of camaraderie and brotherhood, that stuff's so important. And now it's like there's a culture where for the volunteer fire service, especially home response, you go, you go to the call. Once you're done, you, you cut out. And I think we're losing the greater good, the, the bigger sense, the bigger picture. I'm concerned about that. Um, and I'm, it's certainly something that's been on my mind. Um, it was on my mind this July 4th. And that's why I talked about that in my Instagram and Facebook post, just about the civic pride, civic mindedness, the greater good, put the individual to the side for a minute and think about the fire company, think about the community, think about our nation. These are things that we need to instill into our young people. Young kids that are coming into the firehouse, if they see that it's a transient place, meaning guys are coming and going and not spending time there, it doesn't become a home. It's not a firehouse anymore, right? Maybe it's a fire station. I've heard the difference between firehouse, fire station. People talk about that. However, or wherever you sit on that side of the conversation, I don't care. But I love the firehouse topic because a house is a home. That's where we spend our time. That's where we're comfortable. That's where you can let your guard down. And that's the way it should be. And when we don't have that and we get to a place where it's no longer that and we bring in new members and we want them to fall in love with the fire service and yet we're just not giving them what they need because our time is limited or our expectations aren't there anymore for what we can truly do. We hold the false expectations for the members coming in then. If we're not giving them a good display of how things are expected or the way we want them to be, if we're not living up to what we're trying to emulate to the new guy, if we're not staying after calls and bullshitting and talking and telling those stories, or if we're not on the way back from a run being vocal about the last couple of fires and where they were in town as we pass by after that false alarm and we talk about, oh, we remember we had that fire there, we did this. When we're not doing that type of stuff, we're not grooming and teaching the next generation. And it's so easy to fault this next generation. It's so easy to go down that road and point fingers. But frankly, I think it's us. I think it's our fault. I think we're not doing enough work. We have to put in the work and the effort and the time to teach this next generation. We have to teach them that the fire company is important. We have to teach them the community matters. I, it blows my mind when I see firefighters ignore the public or treat the public poorly or snap at people, I just don't understand that. And I think that that comes from a leadership within that fire company that doesn't promote the town and push the town ahead of our own agenda. And I think when you're serving, when you're in a, 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 a service oriented career, whether volunteer or career firehouse, right? Even a volunteer service, we're there to protect and serve the public and the public matters. There are customers, and we need to take good care of them. We need to share with them how important civic-mindedness is, too. We need to educate them about who we are and the services we provide and why we do what we do. And it needs to be done in a professional and courteous manner. All of these things matter, and I think this is where it comes from. When we put the fire company first, when we show up at the firehouse, we should check our individualism at the door for a while 
and get rooted and instituted there and then bring personality into it. And when you bring your personality into it, that's when it gets a lot of fun. But you have to understand how the machine works before you can become part of the machine. So we need to have directions. We need to have a way to teach and educate this next generation about what the expectations are so that they know where they fit in. And that's really important. And part of that is that civic-mindedness, getting back to those parades and events and meetings and company picnics and you know, individual parties or baptisms or birthday parties or whatever it is, buy into your people, become part of the community, become part of the fire company and give back to it. I promise you it's worth it. I absolutely promise you it's worth it. I'm struggling. I'm struggling big time right now, personally with the fire company. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been battling this cold. I've been struggling for the last few months with just a few things and I've been doing calls uh, when I'm available, but the other things, uh, they've just become hard for me to do um, for a few different reasons. But, um, you know, one of them is just time and time management. And I have to figure out where on a priority level things fall in my life. And unfortunately, there's a lot of things happening right now with my career, with NFR, with my family that is limiting my abilities. Um, and so that kills me. So I had to look at the prioritization of the fire service and say, well, the most important thing is going on calls, getting the apparatus on the road, serving the public. That takes precedent over anything else. If I can make some meetings or, uh, you know, schedule drill nights or things like that, I will. Um, but I prioritize calls over the other things because I feel that that's most important, but that's a struggle for me because when I don't make the business meetings or I don't make the hangout nights or cleanups or things like that, you feel like you're one, one step removed. And I think that that's what happens in the fire service is when we allow people to become one step removed and they're not there regularly, they start to fade away. And I don't see a lot of people chasing these people back down and bringing them back in. And we need to do better at that. And that means the greater good of the fire company. If you see somebody taking a step back, if you see somebody that hasn't shown up in a while, call them, reach out to them, ask them what's going on. Maybe they got something that they didn't want to share. And maybe you just reaching out might be that Ray is son that they need that day to just kind of get them back in the conversation of, and remembering that the firehouse is there for them. And maybe they're going to come back around. Maybe they'll show back up or maybe they're going to let you know that something's wrong. You know, we have an obligation to, you know, take care of our people. And, you know, there's some management and leadership styles that just don't, um, don't believe in that. And they think that, uh, you know, the, the uh, you know, you can't let the convicts, you know, run the prison type. Con I just heard that the other day and I like lost my shit because any fire chief that says something like that is a guy that is there for himself because the convicts do run. The prison. That's how it works in the fire service. The fire chief works for the people. The fire chief works for the people of the town and the firefighters that are responding. And any fire chief that points at himself and says, me, 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 I, 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 there's a problem. There's a big problem there. And, um, and that problem could be chasing people away. And so... Think about the greater good. Think about why you got into the fire service when you did, whether it was 50 years ago, 60 years ago, or five years ago, anywhere in between. Think about why you got into it and how good it was for you. If you stuck it out and you've been here more than a couple of years, I have to think it's been good. I have to think that the upside has been better than the downside. And if it has, then think about that. Circle back to it and remember why it was so good for you and maybe it was, you know, just the fact that you let yourself go to enjoy it. And maybe we need to just be doing more of that. 
if we're not having fun, we're doing it wrong. I think Jay Muller, who passed away out of uh, out of the Carolinas a few months ago, I think that was one of his lines. If if uh, and I'm sorry if I have that wrong, but if we're not having fun, we're doing it wrong. And I think that that's important. Firefighting is fun. It's a serious job, man. We all love going to fires. I mean, if you're a firefighter, you love going to fires. That's just fact. But it doesn't mean we can't have a lot of laughs and enjoy it along the way. And we do it with some of the best friends in the world and the best people in the world. And um, don't forget that. So circle back to it and think about your early days of why you got involved and how good it was to you and what it's done for you. And maybe if you're down in the dumps right now or you're struggling with it or you're that one step removed right now, maybe if you think back to the early days, it might fire you back up a little bit to maybe show your face up again and just do a little bit more. We need guys to do more than ever. And I know that's hard as manpower is dwindling. We're asking more of less and that's hard. And um, I can understand that and I appreciate it because I'm living that struggle right now. But I still love it. I absolutely love it. I love going to fires and I love the camaraderie and the brotherhood and the laughs and the fun. Just don't lose sight of that because that's the important shit. That's the stuff that keeps us coming around and enjoying it every single day. So anyway, to wrap this episode, love your fire company, love your fire department, love your borough, love your municipality, love your community. We're there to serve them. And that's why we got there. We got there to do more for others. Enjoy it and put the fire company first. Check your shit at the door when you arrive and get involved and be a part of it and then promote it and tell people about it and be proud of being a firefighter in your community and let the public know, let your friends know and let your children see it. And maybe we can raise the next great generation of firefighters. Anyway, just some random thoughts, 20 minutes out the door. Guys, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you listening to one of these rants, and uh, we'll see you at the next episode. So thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Don't be afraid to reach out. Podcast at nationalfireradio.com. It's where you can find us. Send us a message. It might take us a few days to get back to you, but we will get back to you, and we appreciate the support. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you at the next one. Jeremy, National Fire Radio.